Hello, and welcome to another episode of Scavenger Life. This is episode number 525 at scavengerlife.com. Here we are, Sunday. Yet again. Exciting. Um, I love, so we're business owners, right? Yeah. We are small town, Main Street, USA business <laughs> owners. <laughs> yeah. I really like being in a, an, an owner of a business because it allows me to be eccentric <laughs> oh boy <laughs> okay i mean like when we just had like this ebay business here right well no one saw it who could i be eccentric in front of except you <laughs> like you already know i'm kind of a weird guy <laughs> the great thing about having a coffee shop on main street is because i'm an owner right i can like so like this week i showed up there and i don't know i had this stereotype image in my head of like the way a business owner should be is like you know I would show up in like a dress shirt and like khaki pants. Oh right, like, right. You know I have like a little clipboard or my laptop and I'm like making calls. Right, right, right. I got like a USB like a little earpiece, um, a Bluetooth earpiece. doing like important meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So instead, you know, the way I like to be is very comfortable. I show up there in my dirty old truck. Yep, that's true. And I bought a bunch of bags of soil because we're building a like a like a little garden. In a the garden back. be behind the shop so we can grow like our own uh, veg- not, not vegetables, herbs, like herbs and stuff, rosemary. Uh, and yeah, uh, and basil. so you know, and it was hot. It I know. Was like, it was the, probably the worst day to do it. Well, it's so funny because you came home. So you were doing this and you came home and you're like, yeah, I just like brought all this like compost and mulch downstairs. I'm like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. So I was sweating. You were drenched. Sure. And it was cool. I, I could, I mean, I'm not saying I want to be unprofessional. Right, right. But because I'm the owner, I can be who I am. And that is like. Yeah. Doing stuff. I I wanted to get it done. I was dirty and sweaty. Yeah. I went in, grabbed a cold drink, said hi to everybody. You know, just like do it. I just like to be myself, you know. So it's good. Yeah. If someone is a person who likes to wear khaki pants and uh, (laughs) and, and like a That's none of our, none of us. That's none of us. But yeah. There are times, today was one of them, where I was actually hanging out at the coffee shop on my computer doing work. And a friend of yours came and yeah, visited I met, you. I met a friend for a coffee. Um, and it was really cute. Our barista, who also is starting to help us roast. I was like, oh, he's like, oh, are you hanging out in the shop today? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to meet a friend for coffee. And he's like, that's so cool. You're meeting a friend for coffee in your own coffee shop. I was like, you're right. It is yeah, pretty cool. Is. And like like you said, I'm just wearing jeans and like literally a ripped up t-shirt. Yep. But everyone knows I'm the owner. Yep. So That's it doesn't right. really matter. I'm like, I own this place, so That's whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It is a funny feeling because like you said, our eBay business is very, um, you know, hidden from public. And also our Airbnb business is pretty hidden from public because – no one randomly right. can walk in there. It's, it's not like, a front-facing business, yeah. right? So it, it is. It is a very different feeling um, to have this very public space that we've helped create, and you know, we help maintain, and cre- you kind of create a culture and a feeling around it, and which is what we always wanted. Um, but it's very different than, like you said, eBay. <laughs> 
So about eBay, uh, you know, I think that the, um, the, what's it called? Like the theme. Yeah. For the past month or two has been, our (laughs) systems have fallen apart. Has been, it is the eBay apocalypse. (laughs) We have, you know, and we fully admit that and it's good to, uh, you know, admit and know what the problem is. So, you know. Not listing. We've talked about it. A business is only good as its ways of of, of working. It's right, uh, and and so those fell apart. Where our helper he right. left when a was it months in ago? June? June. God, was it earlier? Was I think it was August? like the beginning of June. Yeah, so like three months ago. Anyway, yeah, it was a while ago. And we had other things going on, so here we are. Uh, I found someone else to help us. Um, and she started on Friday. Friday. Yep. Just the other day. How, how was that? So uh, she's a daughter of someone we know in town. Right. So. so it's all these, another 16 year old, which is so crazy because I'm like, I don't even want to count how old I am. She could be our daughter. I, she's 20, yeah. she's 25 years younger yep. than me. She could be that, my, daughter. It hurts my head to say right. that. I'm like, oh my God. Um, no, like it was great because. First of all, um, she was like, I have a completely open schedule. I don't have any other job. Yeah. Um, it, actually, this is my first job. This is my first job. Right? Yeah. This is my first job. Which is, which in a way you're like, oh no. But in another way, you're like, she has no idea what to expect, right. which is good because you can say, so I, so our last helper, I was like, oh, I don't expect you to like write titles or anything. Big mistake seriously big mistake because then he was just like oh i don't know what this is yeah uh an owl yeah. really <laughs> weird head yeah. thing right. that was I actually mean, some of them that's, <laughs> that's literally his yeah. title which is fine because i told him i didn't expect it day one with this new helper oh so her parents own a record shop mm. so they have vintage records they have an ebay store i haven't looked it up yet um and so she kind of knows that culture. Like she knows that they sell stuff and you have to write a title and like you have, um, you know, uh, whatever it's new, used, acceptable, whatever, whatever the uh, record ones are. So she kind of understands that already. But I was like, okay, I expect you to write a title that's 80 characters. Um, if you absolutely have no idea what this thing is, I'll try to write you a note and I'll try to figure out what it is just to give you a head start for categories, you know? Day one, hour one, her titles look almost as good as mine. I'm like, I I mean, sometimes she'll use words like and and with, and I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't want any of that. It's, it's, it's 80 characters of keywords. They have to be readable, human readable, but you know, so so it's great because I've already set up that expectation. So how do you explain to you know somebody brand new about what we do and where we get this stuff and what we're doing? I mean, I just tell them. I mean, I'm just I'm just like and it's so funny because I'm like I also because we have this coffee shop and because we're working and I've had several helpers I used to be super self-conscious. Like, I know this is like all this weird, yeah, here's like a remote control and here's a tea set. And I just don't care anymore. I'm like, this is my store. This is the business. This is what I need you to do. <laughs> do they just ask jump any, in. Do no, they she's, ask she, she actually, she, 
she was cute yeah Yeah, she's just like super shy like Mm -hmm. 16 year old um which we've talked about it we're like oh my god when i was 16 i I wasn't that shy but you were yeah i think you were when you were a teenager so you're like oh my god yeah like super awkward so i just like i just like get past that i'm like this is what we're doing this is what i need you to do take charge just and honestly, I I trained her for about 45 minutes and I was like, okay, go for it. Like, I have a million things I have to go do right now. Um, and if you have questions, text me. It's And she was cute. She was just like, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Like, yeah. I, I get it. And you're like, it should be, right? But, and then she has our, you know... We're on the property. Right, I'm here. I mean, our property. Well, Uh, it's in the other, it's in the building behind us. It's not Uh, like she's in the room with me. And she can send you a text if she Right, and she did. Like, at one point, she was like, oh, uh, she asked me, is this a set or are these individual? And I just like, but um, yeah, it's a little bit awkward to be like, you're in my house. I mean, you're in my office. Here's all my stuff. Like, I make... When you sign into the eBay app, it it tells you exactly how much you made in the last 90 days. (laughs) Like, it's all there. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, it doesn't matter. When I was that age, I wasn't, like, analyzing what my... Whatever. I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, we were... When we first started thinking about hiring somebody, especially in our area, we were very worried about, like, are we going to be teaching our competition? And now we realize, like, She's not going to be our competition or these other, you know. Well, one so. of one of our other helpers had an Etsy store and did vintage stuff. Like, I would see stuff in her store and I'd be like, oh, I would have bought that if I had seen that. You know, I would have put that in my store. But she wasn't interested in being on our level because she had another she job. She never had a more than 20 items in her yeah, store. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was like a handful of, like, cute cool items but I, she wanted a job with a salary you know and I, good for her and she got one yep. um but yeah i just think it's a very particular world and honestly if someone else wanted to do an ebay store i'd be like go for it there's so much stuff out there even in our little town and county like pff, go for it yeah. so talking about a system um yeah so on our uh, its forum, someone who has just recently, not recently, but kind of, uh, quit his job yes. to, to do eBay full-time. Right. You know, like he'd been doing eBay on the side. Yep. And he's like, I'm going to go for it. And we see this every so often where a person like has store figured out. He's making a consistent amount of cash. And he's like, if I put all my time into it, you know. Uh, and well, so, I can make a living. Yeah. yeah. But he's a owner operator it's like just him mm-hmm. doing this right and so he's i think he's trying to find like maybe he posed the question should i just be like like somebody that just does one thing you know right. i'm gonna sell just this one kind of thing and just go deep into that and we were all talking about it and yeah uh there's another guy on our uh it's forum craig that sells baseball cards but he sells other things too, right, Craig? Or does no. he just sell baseball cards? Um. So that's the interesting thing. <laughs> it depends on what you mean by what a a a niche is. Right. Like to me, if you're just gonna sell men's shirts, that gets really small because there's really only a certain amount of men's you know nice shirts out there. You know, polos, izods. I mean, you yeah, know, whatever. like it gets really small. And I think that can be a grind, you know. 
if you're just doing that. Craig, okay. he sells baseball cards. That is a deep niche. It's like it's selling deep. postcards, you know. And like, postcards as well. I love Craig because he will post these uh, these long stories about things he sells and he knows the players and, right. you know, there's different sports and he really seems interested. There's different sports, yeah. there's different years, there's different eras, there's different brands. All like, that stuff, right. And Right. So but what you're comparing it to is not like men's clothes right. of all different eras and designers and whatever you're like when we talk about like a grind we're like yeah men's dress shirts by ralph lauren right yeah <laughs> that's like well i mean you know so because i guess where i'm going with this is that the thing about we've said it before a person could start an eBay store and make more than us or almost any of us in a month pretty quickly because you kind of go at it full force. You put all this stuff up. The whole key is how do you do that next month and the month after that? Or every day. month after that. Just right. like day after day. And so that's the thing is finding the thing that you want to do right. day in and day out. So if you want to sell a men's fancy shirts. Yeah. Just you gotta really love men's shirts. Well, I think opinion. I think also I just want to put this out there where we're saying we're on this this side of the spectrum where we're like we need variety because I'll get bored and my creative mind is like I hate this. However, I think there are people on the other side that are like, oh no, I just want to do men's blazers and men's shirts because i crank through it i know i know exactly what i'm looking yeah. for when i'm sourcing it i guess i just don't know i mean maybe there are people out there that are so unemotional <laughs> like really they have no they're like a robot like they they could be selling anything they just have no joy or no pain either from the thing that they sell yeah. Like it's just it's just a it just a, it's a thing and and now I, know I guess this thing. just for us right we have to have some kind of interest in well, what we sell and find you well know? it's an interest and it's a connection like right. I feel like you know there there are plenty of items where I'm like oh my god this thing is well, I don't know what it is and then someone buys it in one minute and you're like okay but a majority of the things that I find I and mean, we talked about this way early on in the podcast. Uh, you know, like years ago, it enables me to be a collector, but like sell my collection every day. Mm. Like I don't have to have it in my house. Like I love porcelain and, you know, handmade pottery and stuff, but I don't want any of that. But I do want to sell it to other people, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's that's part of the answer, right? And and that's the thing I really appreciate what Craig was saying. He, he, he said the ability to expand and change is one of the biggest keys to making an eBay store mm. work over the a long term right you know and if you have the right processes in place then you can sell almost anything on eBay yeah and that's the ultimate beauty of the platform well it's like an ad for eBay it's a- and it's true <laughs> I mean that's I mean eBay is just like a big flea market well know? it's like I said to uh, when I was training our new helper I was like okay it doesn't matter if the object is like one one thing I was selling was like a burlap coffee bag. Of course, we have a million of those now. Um, 
and the another object was like you know a metal and leather cowbell you're like what these are two but it doesn't matter because i'm like all you're trying to do is make it so that someone who's not here gets a sense of the quality this and the size of this item Every, I'm like, it's the same every single time, no matter what the object is. Is it shoes? Is it a teacup? Same thing. So that's the interesting thing, though. That's, once you have the item, that's a way to post and sell it and right. ship it. But there's also the finding of it. Yeah. And that's, I guess, what I'm also focusing on, too. Right. Like, to me, the idea of going to Goodwill every day and buying a men's shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if I know that they'll sell, like, would just be deadly. Yeah, to me. Yeah, it's but, depressing to you. But like I was s- s- talking about was that, but if you enjoy that and you have a process, then it's all good. And what Craig said, yeah, he 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 says that you need to have a system for everything, for scavenging, for photos, for pricing, and, yes, and shipping, yes. inventory. Without systems in place, the actual process of having the eBay store will become cumbersome. Yep. And it's true. Like, well, you're reinventing everything every time. Right. Right. And that's whether that be overwhelming debt piles right. or not finding items in your inventory mm-hmm. or not shipping yep. on time. You know, your systems might not ever be perfect, but if you don't find, but as long as you don't find any of them stressful, then it's all doable. Right. You know? And we find that to be true across all businesses. Right. And then he also says, like I said, that the process needs to be fun. However you define fun. Right. You know, Uh, and we talk about that all the time because I mean, I see that. I don't know. I remember five years ago or so, there were a lot of like people selling and doing videos online about selling stuff. I don't know where those people are. Maybe maybe they just stopped making videos but you know i i just wonder right. i'm always trying to find the people that are consistent over the long term yeah you know like are they having fun doing it you know? and it's not even so much that you're like every aspect is fun all the time no, right. it's it's that you are stimulated um you are interested i mean there are times where i'm like I, yeah. you know what i mean yeah where you're like yeah i like this but right. do i really want to do it right now no yep. um but o- overall are you like, this is cool? Right. Or are you like, this sucks? Yeah. This is a grind. I don't ever want to look at a postcard again. You know? <laughs> and I guess that's why, as long as we're willing to accept smaller amounts of sales every week, we can do what we've been doing, right. kind of backing away and allowing our big inventory just to kind of sell yeah. while we try and reinvigorate ourselves to get back into our eBay. Business, yeah, totally. You know? It helps to have a helper. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a really good conversation. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's, good, a, it's a question we have about everything all the time. I mean, essentially, I feel like I've, I feel like our podcasts are the same every week. It's just like, <laughs> like did it's we just, talk about this last it's week? It's just kind of an equation and you, yeah. each of us have to, determine what that equation is are if you're doing this yep. just for just pure cash as right. much cash as you can get and you don't care any about it, anything else is it just you're trying to have fun and just have kind of a little hobby you know? right or are you trying to balance those two things yeah yep it's, uh, it's all. well i think that's also the question for all businesses or all work that you do too is that you're like 
you know, at what level am I committing myself, committing my time to, and for what, for what reason? Right. So it's the same, you know. Yeah. It's, it's... Would you like to hear our numbers? Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we sold 17 items. <laughs> But oh, our gross sales were eight hundred and fifty-six dollars, so, including Lord. all the fees and shipping and taxes, minus all of that stuff. Our net sales in our pocket six hundred and forty-two dollars. Oh my god, it's better yeah. than four hundred. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, uh, the good thing is this week we did have some higher dollar sales. Yeah, I will say we do not list clothes very often. But we still have clothes. There's some of the oldest things in our inventory. If you include hats, yeah. nine of those 17 things were clothes. Yeah. Amazing, I was shipping you know? clothes. I mean, when I shipped just a couple of days ago, I was surprised at how many clothes I had to grab. I mean, that's just why like, it's so hard to like, you can't really yeah. say why things sell and they don't. And is eBay hiding things? I'm like, some of our old items are the things that sold this week. So. Yeah. And it's it, it, like you said earlier, we sold three antique cowbells, like a rusted yeah, the cowbell cowbells. for 125 bucks. Yeah. I mean, people are into that for decor. wonder if, our, you know, somebody posted about it online or on TV. It was weird because... Rachel Ray. I are you into cowbells now? I don't know. <laughs> she was the first name that came to mind. Yeah. I'm like, someone that everyone watches on TV. Right. Um, I always wonder about that where two of them sold to one person in Australia. Mm. I think it was Australia. And then one sold to someone else here in the States. And I'm like, why? I yeah. have like 15 other cowbells that mm. have been sitting there for a couple months. Mm. What what made them buy them? Yeah. I don't know. I'm always curious. Yeah. They're cool though. They're definitely neat. Uh, good thing is, so we did all, we shipped all that stuff after yeah. we got back from our trip Yep. and I expected returns. Like, you know, we ship all this stuff yeah. and then I expect at least like th two or three people to be like, ah, it doesn't work. Man. I don't like it. <laughs> is that what they sound it was like? great. Yeah. So yeah, no, no returns. Knock on wood. Uh, I don't think anything broke either. Everybody's happy. You know? I'm like overpacking things now because I had a couple of things break uh, in the last couple months. Now, we did have something break and the post office did that thing where they were like, you have to take this to the post office. Yeah. So I had this plate that broke and um, I did an insurance claim through the post office. And what I did was I made sure they sent it back to me. <laughs> Because I refunded their money, I paid for a return shipping label because I was like, I bet the post office is going to ask me to bring it. And I don't trust that the customer is going to, I'm just like, the customer is yeah. not going to bring it to the post office before I refund them. I'm going to have to refund them. They'll be like, I already got my money back. I'm going to throw it away. So I got a letter, an actual paper letter in the mail when they could have just emailed me, um, that within 20 days you need to... Uh, you know, bring bring this to the post office and with all the pieces and all the packaging and the external box. So we took it to our local I, post office the, where they know us. You should have seen you should have seen the the clerk's face. She was like, "What are you giving me?" Right. I'm like, "It's a broken plate." Right. And I showed her the letter, and she wrote a note to the postmaster, and um, and they called you, right? They did call me um, that day, and they were like. 
uh, we're gonna report it, but I have to like get rid of the item. I guess they have to throw it away. I was like, I don't care. Um, so yeah, so she was like, you know, they should mail you a check in a couple of weeks. So, and you know, normally if it was like a $12 item, not a big deal, but it was 75 bucks. It was 75 bucks. So it's worth going through all this. So I was like, I'll I'll just try that. I I also wanted to test the process Mm. because I was like, if I give it to them, I mean, I don't think our post office would deny us. They just kind of were like, what are you handing me? Right. I'm like, I don't know, but they and told me to do it. We ship so much through them that they're like, yeah. I mean, but... Right. We ship so much through them for eBay and for the coffee business. So they know us really well. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. It, it was just, it was funny. I was like, yeah, return that broken plate to me. She must have been like, what? Yeah, like, why am I? I want all the pieces. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was interesting. Okay, we don't have any calls for this week. You guys got to call in. Everyone's doing fine. And how do people call us? They call our voicemail line. The phone number is 540-407-8486. Or you can email us an audio file from your phone. Our email is thescavengerlife at gmail.com. Yeah, and I'd love to hear stories too, like... People who do a niche, like how small of a niche right. are you willing to to sell? You know, right? Like how wide? Like you're saying postcards, postcards. It's a huge niche. Is huge. Right. It's it can be considered artwork. It's historical. It's a document. You know, like right. And and some people say, well, I just sell like handkerchiefs or earrings. I think my mom- they want it to be because like it makes sense. Like it's. They it wants small things that yeah. fit in like just a small box, but yeah. they can have a big store. Does that work for you? Because it seems like it's logical, but I've never actually heard of someone that has like, you know, a, a store that makes a lot of money if you're just selling small things like that. Maybe. Well, also someone said, I think it was in that same uh, thread where someone said, you know, we're opportunists and that's how yes. we are too, where we're like, I'll sell a piece of furniture or an appliance that I can't ship, uh, you know, that's local pickup. No problem. Glad to do it. Um, Not all the time because we run out of storage. But then I'll also sell a pair of earrings. It's like whatever comes across my path. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that is so, that's such like a a key thing is that, you know, being a scavenger really means we're opportunists. Right. Like you said, which means that we just go out into the world and whatever we can find that people overlook right. that's cheap, that's what we, we sell. And that's yeah. the opposite of like what I always think of like a real business person would do. Where they do like market a research and right. figure out, oh, people are really into like barbecue tools. So then <laughs> so then they go out and buy barbecue tools right. because they know that's what we'll sell. We don't think about it that way. We're just like, what else? What can we get cheap? Yeah, and that seems interesting to it's us. It's going to invent you so. Yeah. I don't know. It's worked so far. <laughs> it kind of works kind sometimes, of. you know, but that's what keeps us going. And really, you know, if we're not in it, then we don't make any money. So here we are. Well, that's that's just what keeps our life interesting. Yeah. Like the fact that we can, I mean, like in 2008, we thought, 
if we can make a living doing this, this would be great. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. You know, it's like, what a way to make a living. Yeah. And eBay has never gotten us rich, but it did buy our time. Yep. So then we can do all these other things, you know. And really, we, we talked about it. Like, this is the first year since 2008 where I really feel like we're good. You yeah. Know? Which is strange in this pandemic year, but like everything we've done is kind of set us up so now we have like assets and we yep. have money and you know we're not rich but i just feel like i can breathe yeah you know and that's a nice feeling right and that's like we say and what i try to say all the time is like freedom of time yeah um is like being a millionaire honestly really? i mean i just i can't emphasize it enough <laughs> like when you don't have freedom of time and that and you're a person that needs that yeah you feel it deeply yeah. um and i i will say to like our buddy online who is in our group who just quit his job to yeah. like sell online this is super dangerous because once you get away from having that job and <laughs> you're you start unemployable. having your time and you start realizing the freedom you have even if you are working hard for yourself i just can't imagine going back i could do it because yeah. you got to do what's got to be done but it would be very difficult to go back to uh five day a week i don't job, think you could you know. do it actually i've seen you have assignments and they yeah you didn't you did not do well um Ryan's talking about <laughs> our coffee business i'm i'm in charge of packing and if sometimes there was a couple of weeks there where i felt like i was having a job and it was a nightmare yeah, so um, I've worked that out. I'm doing it. No, I it's know. Just, yeah. I just I I think when we talk about unemployability, yeah, it sounds like kind of quaint and not, I'm like, this is like a serious thing where right. you're like, like mental capacity for BS yeah. is like just a pickle. You're just like, nope, yep. not dealing with anybody else telling me what to do. Ryan, a pickle can't ever become a cucumber again. <laughs> exactly. That's a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. Yep. If you want to support us, because it's always nice, please um, go to broadporchcoffee.com. Buy some of the coffees that Ryan is roasting that I am packaging. I, I am roasting tomorrow morning. Yep. Fresh coffee. So if you get your orders in tonight. Yep. And they will be ready for you. My current favorite, we have 10 different kinds of coffees. My current favorite is the Cameroon. Cameroon is yep. such a good bean. Yep. It's a beautiful bean. Uh, it's very consistent roast. And it's like very like rich and chocolatey. And it's I like a it. delicious. Yep. Cameroon rocks. I love Southern Split too. I'll drink it every morning. Cool. This podcast is ending in three, three two, two, one. Bye.